This is Pastor George Pearsons, and welcome to this very special edition of the Believer's Voice of Victory called Faith for Our Nation. I am joined on set here with Buddy Pilgrim. Buddy, welcome back once again. Thank we've, you, Pastor George. We've had the last couple of weeks with, uh, with Paula White Kane and talking about the elections coming up, and here we are, day yeah. before the election. Day before, big day got a lot to recap today. I was thinking about all that we're going to try to cover. And we've got clips of various programs that we've done with Bishop Butler and with David Barton, Michelle Bachman, right. and Paula, Ka- right. Paula White Kane. And we're going to condense all of this into these next two days. So I kind of think of it as it's the cliff notes of everything we've been doing. I like that, buddy. That's great. The cliff notes, pulling it all together. It is so important that you and I vote. Yes. And if you have not voted yet, tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow is the day that we're coming together to vote and to let our voices be heard. It's a seed that we have a responsibility to sow. Uh, Even if you think you're in a district or a state where you're going to say it's going to go overwhelmingly one direction or the other, so maybe my vote's not going to matter, it matters to God. So what we're doing is, like you said, the Cliff Note version. We're going to be going back over some things this week, looking at what Keith Butler, David Barton, uh, Michelle Bachman, Paula White Kane, and, and bringing these to you so that as you make your decision this week, you can make it with, with a righteous mind in set. So this first one, Paula White Kane, voting for the right people. Take a look. I was a person that went, oh, okay, you know, I, I would maybe vote when it was the big ticket, when it was the president. This is the absolute most important because on a state level, who you put in as your governor, um, who goes into Senate, who goes into Congress is vitally important. Let me just break, break this down and Buddy can do it. Let me give you what they would love to do. They would love for us to lose the House. Yes. Then they would love to try to impeach, and we'll yes. talk that word because it's this big, scary word. What that is is a big distraction to just hold us up and delay us more and more. He references stuff as a witch hunt. There's truly distraction after distraction because what we are warring is a spiritual warfare. Yes. We wrestle not yeah. against flesh and blood, yes. but against principalities. <laughs> and what we have to do is put people who can come to a place of agreement, you know, come to a place that, that is not for their own agenda or just about fighting or just holding up. And we'll get to that in the judges, how we have so many lower quarter appointees that affect your everyday life and have over a hundred of them have been vetted and ready to put through, but they're just being held up. If we don't have the right people, and when you say the right people, this is not a difficult thing. What does the Word of God say? You know, it's not difficult. If you find your identity as a Christian, you have a responsibility to vote your values. What are your values? Your values are the Word of God. It's plain. It's clear. It's not confusing. Um, Let every veil be removed. Let the, let the, um, whatever the God of this world has blinded you through some kind of craziness, if it's CNN or Fox or any kind of secular voice or secularism, let it be broken off you right now in the name of Jesus, that you have an ear by the Holy Spirit and that you are activated and understand that you matter and your voice matters. So worst case is that's what they want to do, buddy. Yes. That's the agenda yeah. of the enemy. But here's the best case. If we get things working and the right people, we get things done. Yes. You know, they stop fighting yes. just to fight and hold us up and we can actually make a huge difference because I believe that this nation was founded on the principles of God and God wants to move right now. There he is. Buddy, every one of us has that responsibility, and it's important for us to vote. Our vote counts. Yes, it does. Brother Copeland's been so good about calling your vote your seed. 
We know it's important to sow a financial seed. It shows that we trust God. We don't trust right. the money that's right. in our bank right. account. It's important to sow this vote as a seed as well. And I love the fact that on these two weeks worth of broadcasts we did with Paula, we started out that first day talking about just fundamentally the importance of voting, and in particular, the importance of voting in a midterm election. This is called a midterm because the President of the United States is not on the ballot today. So every four years we vote for the President, but in the two years in between that four-year period, we vote for all 435 members of the House of Representatives, and we vote for one-third of the Senate. So uh, there's 100 members in the Senate. That means 33 of them will be up, plus we have two Senate special election. So this year, 35 Senate members, 435 House members. And in addition to that, we've got governors, state representatives, state house, state legislatures, local elections all throughout the country. And we call that down-ballot voting. Right. It's so important that we cast our vote Absolutely. all the way down the ballot. Absolutely. Buddy, you know, the statistics that have been brought forth concerning voting is that a lot of people vote during the presidential election, but when it comes down to the midterm election, People really don't see the importance no. of that. And we learned on these broadcasts, especially where this administration is concerned, we cannot lose the House, we cannot lose no. the Senate in order for the president to get through and make into law yes. those things that we deem important to us. And our ability as evangelical Christians to influence the outcome of an election is increased in these off years. Mm. I'll just talk in round numbers. It's simpler for people to remember. In a presidential election year, about two-thirds of the population vote, actually a little less than that. In an off year like this, only about a third of the population votes. So we have the potential for our vote to have twice the impact that it would have. That's right. Really, the statistics on that is that when you go in to vote, your vote, it's not just one vote. But everybody that did not vote, you are, you are actually voting on their behalf. That's right. you're, you're, you're representing them. So that's why it's so important that we get out there and vote during this midterm election. Well, Brother Copeland says, if you don't vote, that's casting a vote. A yeah. decision not to vote yeah. is a vote because yeah. it's letting someone else cast their opinion, cast their, uh, their vote in your stead, really. And I always like to say this. Someone's values are going to be reflected in public policy. Yes, yes, So yes. we have a set of core values that come from this word, from yep. this book right here. Yeah. I want to make sure that our values, this isn't imposing my Christian beliefs on somebody else, trying to force somebody to become a Christian, but it's taking my place of responsibility to have the values that I believe in in that book right. reflected in public policy by electing people who, who have values that align with ours. And our vote is our seed. Just like Keith Butler said to us in this clip during one of our Faith for a Nation broadcasts. Take a look. Believers need to understand is is the law of the seed. Before you, before we even start talking about issues, mm. Genesis eight twenty two says, "As long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest shall not cease." Your vote is a seed, and it brings harvest to you, yes. to your family, and to your nation. And so you need to understand that that if you don't plant your seed to wow. the ground. Someone else's seed that may not share your values is planted and brings about that harvest. I know God will hold us accountable for this. Galatians chapter 6 tells us the same thing in the New Testament. It tells us, as a man sows, he shall also reap. And it says, sow to the spirit and reap life, sow to the flesh and reap death. 
which is why my second point is that Christian has to determine Colossians 3, 2. Coloss I just want to read it too. Colossians chapter 3, verse 2 should always determine what you do regarding, the, regarding voting. Yeah, amen. Colossians 3, 2 reads as follows here. It says, set your affections on things above, not on the things of the earth. So a Christian has to understand or decide, is your first commitment to the kingdom of God or to yourself? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, and, that's good. And what does that mean? See, so because most people vote based on, including Christians, most of them vote on pocketbook issues and they vote on things uh, that, that they think affects them and their family. Mm -hmm. But if you're a believer, and see, oftentimes people don't understand what that word kurios means, Lord. See, when you say Jesus is Lord, which is the mantra of this ministry, when you say that, it, not only does it mean master, yeah. the word Lord also means controller. Mm. See, so when you say Jesus is Lord, what you're saying is that Jesus, God, is the one that controls everything I do. Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all thine heart, lean not to your own understanding right. in all your ways, which would include voting. Acknowledge him, he shall direct your path. So our vote is our seed. That's a powerful statement. It is. I, as I think back when we uh, produced that broadcast and Bishop Butler was on the set right, here, right. he did such a good job of laying down that principle, Tremendous. giving scriptural background Tremendous. to it. It was the first of the series we did with him as well, laying this foundation about how important the vote is. And we cannot forget that. In fact, I, I, I want to say this again. Even if you live in a district or in a state that is heavily Democrat or heavily Republican, right. and you think, my one vote really isn't going to matter because this state senator, he's going to win, or this, this uh, uh, House of Representatives member in my district is going to win because it's overwhelmingly one way or the other. Our responsibility to vote is to God. And he cares about us sowing that seed regardless of what we think the outcome is going to be. And frankly, in virtually every congressional district yep. in the country, there are enough yep. Christians that if every one of us would get off our duff and go vote, yes. <laughs> excuse right. me, that's right. If that's we would, right. we could influence every single election. Yeah, that's massively. Right. Well, the the vote being the seed, you know, the the scriptures just came to mind about when the righteous rule, the people yes. rejoice. Now, the righteous rule because of what we do because of the seed that we sow, because of us going into that voting place and, and really voting righteousness. Yes. Now, I keep here on the desk, and I've done this all throughout the series of Faith for Our Nation. I have over here the, uh, the Republican platform. I've got the Democratic yes. platform. I've done my homework. I've studied both of these. I've preached on them. Yes. And I have found which one of these platforms most reflect the, the views and the beliefs of Christians and the Word of God. Yes. And it is unequivocally the Republican platform. It is clear. And I tell you, I know some people get offended when they hear a person in ministry or even a church or a ministry in general talking about Republicans versus Democrats. Yeah. Yeah. But there is a stark difference. You need to understand that. There is a clear difference. The Democrat Party in the last few years, the last couple of decades really, 
has taken a sharp turn to what we call the left. Right. They are very strongly pro-abortion. They are not pro-life. Their platform affirmatively states that they want abortion to be available to anyone who chooses it. Yes. And they want no restrictions yeah. on it. You can have an abortion right up until the day before a baby's supposed to be born. Republicans recognize the value of life. Yes. That issue more than any other, more than economics, more than trade, more than more than internet, uh, foreign policy, right. that one issue alone is enough to direct our vote. That is. And whatever seed we sow through that vote, that's, that's the most important, really, life. Life. And we cannot allow this, this to continue. We cannot allow that abortion issue just, just keep going on and going on. We've got to do something about it. And that goes back to why your individual vote really matters. If, again, if you live in a district or a state or whatever where it, you think it's going to go overwhelmingly one direction or the other so your individual vote doesn't matter, you taking a stand for life matters to God and God will honor that and He'll bless that as opposed to you just sitting right. on the sideline saying, ah, it's not that important. <laughs> it's important. And we are responsible and we are stewards over this nation. Yeah. And that's what David Barton, one of the things that he talked about during the, the course of our time with him on Faith for Our Nation, stewardship of the nation. Yes. Take a look at this. In Hebrew, there is no word for rights. You have no rights in Hebrew. All you have are responsibilities. So what you teach is responsibilities, not rights. And so here in America, we say, hey, I've got a right to vote. No, you don't. You have a responsibility to vote. Mm. It's not a right. Because when you say it's a right, it's something I can choose to do or not choose to do. With voting, you don't have that choice. Voting is a responsibility. And so you have a duty to vote because you're part of the stewardship of the nation. So it's not a right to vote. And, and, and that's such a key concept because when you get past, I don't want to vote in this. I don't like the election. I'm so tired of the bickering. That's not an option. You have a duty to vote. You have a responsibility to be involved. And so as you get into that duty concept of I'm, I'm going to vote, you just make up your mind now I'm going to. Here's, here's what we have. In America, every adult can vote. According to the Constitution, you have to be 18 and above, and past that, you can vote. 100% of Americans that are 18 and above can vote. The only thing we ask you to do is please get registered. And that way we can make sure you yeah. didn't vote five yeah. times or nobody yeah. voted for you. Just voter integrity. So all you have to do is fill out a little card, and you're ready to vote. Only 67.1% of adults have filled out that card. So right off the bat, one out of three Americans says, I don't care what happens to America. I'm not going to be part of it. That's bad stewardship. That You've already given away your responsibilities. So we're 67, 67.1% of adults that are registered, that can vote. We had a presidential election two years ago. Every presidential election since 1980, the average voter turnout is 54%. But that's 54% not of the nation. That's 54% of 67.1%. Yeah. So you're talking half of 67.1%, and you're, you're real, roughly about 36% of adults vote in a presidential election. It only takes half of that to win the election. So since 1980, you're talking about only one out of five Americans choosing the president of the United States, which is you look at the last election, we got 330 million. It was about 61 million that, that won the election. So you're talking one out of five Americans chooses the winning candidate. Now, you come into this election right now, yep. it drops from 54% of Americans voting to 39% voting. Now we're talking 39% of 67%. 67%. So now we're at 26%. One out of four Americans will vote in this election. 
It takes half of that to win. One out of eight Americans will choose our governors, our U.S. senators, and our congressmen. Boy, what a powerful statement that David Barton just made. And he gave you some much more specific statistics than I gave just before this. He gave the details of it. Mm -hmm. One in four, one in four people voting in this election right here, that's how powerful our impact can be. It now, really listen, is. this is Monday. The election is tomorrow, okay? So it's not too late. If you're registered, it's not too late for you to vote. Now, in most states, uh, voting begins at 7 a.m. in the morning, and it usually goes to 7 p.m. in the evening. So you've got 12 hours tomorrow that you can vote. So get up early and go vote before work, or after you get off work, go do it then. And the other thing I want you to think about doing, is particularly because yeah. David just talked about how few people vote in this election, call a friend. When you get through watching this broadcast right now, call a friend, call a neighbor, call someone from your church and say, go with me to the yeah. polls. I'll tell you how important voting is. I'm, if Kenneth were sitting here right now and Gloria, they would both be looking at the camera saying, you need to go vote. <laughs> yes. Because it, we had an election that came up uh, a few months ago. And in this election, it was, it, it was a local election. It wasn't presidential. Yeah. It wasn't the midterm election. And <clears throat> I was talking to Brother Copeland early that morning of the election. He said, George, have you voted yet? I said, no. He said, are you planning on going today? I said, yes. And he said, well, why don't you take Gloria and I? We'll have lunch together after. <laughs> so it was what an honor it was to escort Kenneth and Gloria Copeland to the polling place and, and to see them a part of this process. It is our responsibility to, be, to do that. And we can't be one of those that, that leave a, a, off that responsibility and put it to the side. And these local elections are where people like school board members are selected. And we've got school boards all across the country that are doing things like uh, passing regulations that say if a, if a male, uh, a 17, 18-year-old male shows up at high school one day and decides yeah. he identifies as a female, yeah. the school board says, well, then we're going to grant him the right to shower with the girls. Now, that's an insane concept, really. But the way you stop that is you put the right people on the school board. Right. You put the right people uh, in the mayor's office and on the city council and all of those other elections all the way up ballot. I have found too often when I've gone to vote on those elections, it's very quiet in the polling place. Yes. And so I realize my vote really does count. You know, we had Michelle Bachman with us and what how fiery she is <laughs> about all of this. And she really has dedicated her life to, to some very important issues that we all believe in and stand in. And she was with us on the broadcast, and she talked about protecting the foundation, to protect the foundation of our nation. And I want you to take a look at this, and then Buddy and I'll be right back. Now look at marriage. Look at the redefinition yeah, of marriage. Yes, it wasn't legislatures yes. that <clears throat> redefined marriage. In fact, That's over right. 30, legis 30 state legislatures put into their state constitution, we want marriage defined as one man, one woman. Yeah, yeah. And yet a case made its way to the Supreme Court. Court. And the Supreme Court redefined marriage so that me marriage could be between two people of the same sex. Well, let me tell you, it's not going to stop there. No. No. Because once you change no. the definition of marriage that's been the same since the book of Genesis, yes. once you change that, then the next case will come up and say, well, can't you have multiple people sure. in a marriage? Sure. Four people, five sure. people, six people? Can't you marry inanimate objects? In other words, the Supreme Court would destroy yeah. the definition of marriage. Why does that matter? Because the ultimate foundation of any society is the family. family. 
And when you destroy the family, you destroy the society. And we have seen it here in the United States. Do these judges matter? I'm telling you, this is so crucial. That's why these difference makers, no. it, we it need them to, to vote. It yeah. comes up to the salt and it's light. Us. The difference makers who pulled out of the fire no. the election two years ago, they got to come and pull, pull out, out of the fire so that we hold on to the oh, Senate, man. increase the numbers, hold on to the House, yeah. increase those numbers. And it wasn't lost on the <clears> founders. <throat> Could we pull up this slide from George Washington, the first president of the United States? Let's read this. George Washington said, it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge, the, to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God. So first, acknowledge him. Second, to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. That's what yeah. we are trying to do, Pastor yeah. George, on this show to, this morning. Yes. Buddy, I really like what she said. We are the difference makers. Absolutely. We make the difference by going to the polls and voting. And she talked about a really key subject that we will influence, and that is judges. You know, we yep. said this is kind of the Cliff Notes version. We spent an entire day, I think, with, with Congresswoman Vogman, as well as with Paula White, the right. week that she was on here, yep. Yep. talking about yep. this concept of judges and how important they are. Not only the Supreme Court, which is what we think of most of the time. Now, that's a yep. very, very important court, and the president appoints them, and he's, they're appointed for life. But all of these circuit court judges all around the, the country, the vast majority of cases that ever go to court right. are settled in, in district circuit courts, okay, like the Eastern District of Texas. Even if you appeal that, you appeal to the Fifth Circuit in New Orleans. So the vast majority of cases never make it to the Supreme Court, and that's why it is so vitally important. Now, how does that impact this election? It's because every single federal judge that the president nominates yep. has to be approved by the Senate, and it takes... <laughs> It takes 51 votes to have a majority, but it takes, under the rules of the Senate currently, no, I, I'm, I take that back. It only takes 51 votes. In fact, this is a good point. We'll yeah. talk about the filibuster maybe in another one of these segments. Okay. Good. But the filibuster is a 60-vote threshold. Because the Republicans decided to do away with the filibuster when it came to judges, President Trump was able to get uh, Gorsuch on the Supreme Court, able to get Kavanaugh on the Supreme Court, and able to appoint all of these other... Uh, federal judges all around right. the country. Right. And we've got to keep that going. If we lose one person, if we get down to, 50, to actually to 49 people in the Senate, that'll go away. Democrats won't approve any Republican-nominated judge. She talked about the issues of same-sex marriage and, and things like that that are so important to us. And I'll just read this before we, we go to the break here. But this word from the Lord from Brother Copeland, it just keeps ringing in me. Uh, the Lord told him in 1998, those who vote for politicians knowing their immoral policies and platforms and illegal acts had better repent. They are partners with those politicians and will be responsible for every baby's death. You've taken the devil's part by not voting at all. You know, it is so crucial that we vote. And if you are registered to vote, you need to vote. If you haven't done it yet, you need to vote tomorrow. And if for some reason you have not registered, you just need to go before the Lord and say, Father, forgive me for not doing that. And, and cast a vote by faith. Absolutely. <laughs> and, 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 and then the next time the election cycle comes around, then you get in there and vote. This is so crucial. It's so important. It is what we do. And the Lord has us in a place 
of being politically involved because it has everything to do with the Word of God. Buddy and I will be right back. We hope you enjoyed today's teaching from Kenneth Copeland Ministries. And remember, Jesus is Lord.